0: Jalson, sweetie, please drop that beat to start the show. The Romantic Truth podcast extends a loving and warm welcome to listeners in celebration of our sixth year of the show. We wish you a promising 2024. Please be advised that due to the language, subject matter, and topics of the show, adults 18 years of age and older are highly recommended for this content. Uninterrupted and commercial-free listening. Now, since all of that is over... I would like to take this opportunity and introduce you to the host of Romantic Truth, Jiao San in Las Vegas. Hi, everyone. Jiao with you here, Romantic Truth, Las Vegas. I hope everybody's doing well. What are we going to talk about today, ladies? Your girlfriends and your man. Let's go there. Now, there's a few things that you ladies need to understand. Now, many of you already have your perspective as a woman when it comes down to what the rules are with your girlfriend in respect to your man. What I want to do in this particular episode is give you perspective from the men who are on the receiving end of the relationship with you and your girlfriends different perspectives you see many of you trust and love your girlfriends they're your ride or die chick uh you can always depend on them they're never going to backstab you they're never going to do all this yes in truth, there are some women that are genuine like that and they won't backstab you and they won't you know try to undercut you with your man but ladies there are others But let's look at the dynamic first. Okay, shall we? You ladies, you can talk about each other's man without getting into an argument as far as criticizing. Now, of course, when it comes to admiring him, that's when your fangs come out. Because your girlfriend says something like, yeah, your man is fine. Girl, if he wasn't with you, yeah, that can start a fight. But if it's something like well, you know, if he cheated on me like he did you, girl, I'd be this, I'd do this or I'd do that. They can comment like that. As a man, if a man is talking to his friend and he's like, well, you know, my wife, you know, she's full of shit, she's this, she's that. That other man, his friend will come out better just listening and shutting the fuck up. Cause the minute he said, yeah, you know, your wife is a bitch, man. Well, you know what, you gotta fight. He wants to be the only one that does the critiquing. Because he wants to vent, and he wants you to listen. See, women can add their little two cents in there with another woman. Men can't do that with other men. Unless they're related, like the dad could tell the son. Even if brothers tell each other, there'd be a fight. Because there has to be that respectable distance for that person to even comment. So that's the reason why as men, we're competitors. So you don't see us doing that. Most guys won't vent about their woman because they don't want that weakness exposed to another man. But here's the other thing, ladies. If your girl has an agenda against you and you don't know it, that's the worst thing you could be experiencing. She's forgiven you for whatever indiscretion it was in the past, but she hadn't forgotten it. And there's some women that are going to get even with you based on that premise. Well, that bitch thinks she got away with it. Yeah, I'm going to let her think that for a while. And you're going along la-dee-da, la-dee-da, like everything's cool. A red flag for many of you ladies. If your girlfriend is upset with your man for no apparent reason, you start talking to you introduce him to her, and she's looking him up and down, and then she's doing something like, so what do you do for a living? What's your credit score like? I bet you got a whole bunch of women. You're a player. If she comes out like that, some women would use that as a distraction because they're really interested in them. But what she's doing is she's trying to divert so that you wouldn't pick up on that. The way you'll notice this happening, she's going to constantly follow up with, so how are you and your man doing? Girl, I don't trust him. And she keeps asking those questions. She's picking. What she's trying to do is she's fishing for the complaints that you have about him. So she'll have enough ammunition to go with him at some point and say, Hey, you know what? Your girl really doesn't like you. She really doesn't care about you. She said this, 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 and this about you. But she's going to do it in a way where she's gonna come in and try to be the intermediary. Well, the guy's not gonna say anything usually because he doesn't want to blow it because that's another piece of ass he might have. Now the reason why I'm telling you this ladies in particular, as a man, over the years, even though I was out there for a very long time, 30 plus years out there dating, I have fucked a mini woman and I have fucked a mini woman's friend best friend, BFF, road dog, you name it. Not because I was trying to sneak. Mm -mm. It was because many times they pointed out some things, omissions, lies, and some of the women that I started going out with and here's what it all came down to in many cases, not all cases, but many of them. The girlfriend didn't think she deserved a decent guy. And one lady told me straight up, when this lady I was dating her friend told me, I don't think you want to really pursue a relationship with my friend. She's used to date none but drug addicts and alcoholics. I'm like, well, where I met her, I mean, it was a nice place and there were no drug addicted people or anything around. Yeah, but that's not where she usually hangs out. Opened my eye a little bit, but I didn't, again, trust her. And I always tell you guys, verify first, trust later and in this case i thought she had an agenda to get back at her friend which she did but the larger thing was she got tired of always bailing her out of bad situations but what did it for me was when i found out that she was doing drugs I didn't find out that from her. She didn't come and tell me that she was doing drugs. The way I found out was through her girlfriend. She says uh, the reason why she's behind on her rent and car payment is because she's back on that shit again. What shit? You'll find out. Took her to the pool party that we went to that time that a friend invited me to. And she had her feet in the water and she had this nice bikini on with a wrap around her. And I was playing with her feet. And I noticed she didn't want me messing around with her feet. I'm like, okay, little bitty black holes in between each one of her toes. And I asked her about it. And one of them had like a little red... Died around it. She didn't want to talk about it. That's none of my goddamn business. What she told me. And I asked her, I said, so you been shooting up between your toes? That ended our relationship, that question. She denied it. And later on, she admitted it. Harold. She was still involved in a program for rehabilitation that I didn't know about. I hadn't dated her very long, so I was learning a lot of this stuff. They would never check between her toes else so girlfriend gave me the heads up but there was a long history of her stealing shit from her there was a long history of her borrowing money and not paying it back there was a long history of borrowing money from her friends that she met through this friend of hers and never got their money back. So it was a long history of disappointment, heartbreak and shame. In other cases, it was animosity between that friend and the woman I was dating. Where one time a woman was jealous of the woman I was dating because she had light skin. She had pretty hair. She had green eyes. And her friend was dark skinned, And she used to throw barbs and everything when we'd be out. Yeah, well girl, you know the only reason why these men are happy is because you look white. No, she had a good personality. She had a sense of humor. She was nice. The only thing this woman had to do was just to have a nice personality like she was and she would have gotten somebody. But she was too busy dissing guys getting a thrill out of that. But yet complaining about being alone. I dated one lady that had this friend that we couldn't get away from. We couldn't get rid of her ass. But they're telling me, you know, I'm gonna be around so Even after this relationship is over with, and it will be over with, I'm still gonna be here. And then finally, I had gotten fed up. I told my girl right in front of me. I said, "Why don't we all three of us just go fuck and get it over with? We just have a threesome, and that will just do it." Maybe that was a wrong suggestion. I don't think it was received too well. i never forget, I went on a date with a woman. This is where she wanted us to meet. This is no joke. She wanted us to meet at Kentucky Fried Chicken. Kentucky Fried Chicken. I get there. Where did the chicken? This other lady comes in and sits down beside her. Uh, you know, my, this is my friend. Hi, friend. How you doing? Yeah, and she, she's going to be uh, giving me the once-over with you. Once-over? What fuck is that? She was our chaperone for the date, is what it came down to. She was asking all the questions. My girl was sitting there smacking down on checking the whole time. Needless to say, I had to pay for both of them. I didn't mind it but it was just the way she did it. And then the post-mortem was, well, my girls say that you, my girls say that you, I'm like, you were sitting right there, you didn't speak up. She's your mouthpiece or what? Grown ass woman. Lacked confidence in her own judgment. Glad I didn't get with her. She had fallen in love with every man she had dated. She had four kids by four different guys. She'd been engaged God knows how many times. And she had given up her own judgment. And she was letting her girlfriend do it for her. <laughs> well, my girlfriend don't think you're the right guy for, for me. Oh, okay. I get a random call from her girlfriend about a couple of weeks later. You okay? Uh, I just wanted to check on you to make sure you're all right. Uh, I, yeah, I know she she just broke up with you. It, it, get your ass out of here! Nobody's thinking about that. These are some of the roundabouts that these women will use, and a lot of you ladies don't know. Them. Slipping numbers to the guy that had that done before. Even told one lady that I was out with, who all of us were out having drinks one night at El Torito. Woman slipped me a phone number. Felt uncomfortable about it, and I told my girl about it, and she took her side. He tried to say that you gave him this number. If anything, he probably asked you for yours. How the fuck would I know her number unless she gave it to me? You think she thought about that? Nope. She went on the defense for her friend. She took that bullet. My girl took that bullet for her friend. My friend is flawless. She wouldn't do anything like that. I've been knowing her for years. Okay, fine. I believe you. You've been on her for years. And just through osmosis, I was able to get her phone number. I'm just supposed to have a telepathic memory What did her friend do? try to give me the riot act over the phone. why did you tell her that I gave you my number? That was for you. <laughs> well, anyway, you guys and I will be together. i made sure of that. Okay, fine. And I've met some women that had some very good friends. Went to a club in Hollywood one night. Women were dancing and everything and they were getting up on stage. Of course, the women wanted to show off. They're wearing their boots, the miniskirt, no panties. And I'm up there looking just like everybody else was. And this one young lady was having a hard time with her friend, because her friend was like, totally fucked up. She was done. And so I started struggling, so I picked the lady up, put her over my shoulder, I said, she, I got this woman in the fireman's carry. And God knows what she's doing over my shoulder, probably throwing up or who knows. And I look over to my right, because I got her legs locked with my arm. My girlfriend's getting the key for the car, and I look it over. I see nothing but vagina. Fresh, she vagina. And I'm like, <sighs> I love the smell of napalm in the morning. But, <laughs> I got her to the car, I helped her in, and her friend wanted my phone number to thank me and everything. And I gave her a phone number. We exchanged phone numbers. And eventually when her friend sobered up, it was a few days later, so I can't remember, but she invited me over for dinner. Well, she had cooked dinner and thanked me and everything. And yeah, we went out a little bit. Things worked out pretty well for us for a period of time there. But here's what I'm saying that was a true friend. She was the one who was a designated driver because I asked her, I said, Are you sure you can drive? Drive you both home. You can leave your car here. We'll have it picked up. No, 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 no. I can drive I'm, I'm sober enough to drive. Okay. And I followed them and make sure they got home okay. But that's what you have to do sometimes. When you run to good people like that, you, you don't have to do it, but it's courtesy. Those were true friends. I respect their friendship. because her friend did not try to make a pass at me. She was very cordial, very nice, very respectful. And even though her friend was drunk as a skunk, she thanked me and she apologized for being drunk. And I'm like, I ain't gotta apologize, nothing like that. And she said, I'm sure you got an eye fool. I'm like, oh yes. <laughs> I wasn't complaining at all. But the thing is, you have some that aren't. I remember seeing women come into the club as a group. And before you know it, one of them's drunk, the rest of her girlfriends have left her there for somebody to take her home. It's sad and pathetic. Now, here's one thing that I never could understand about women that would do this shit at the club. Why do some of you ladies come there with your girlfriend, the girlfriend tells you before you get there, uh, I won't be able to take you back home, so you're gonna to have to find a ride home. You take your ass to the club, and then you try to hook up with a guy to get you a ride home. Ladies, don't do no shit like that. Don't do that. You'd be surprised number of women that I've seen do that. Well, my girlfriends loved me. They told me that they could only give me a ride here, but they were going to go somewhere else. Most women, when they go out together, they leave together. They go in packs, and then we we'll get on the other woman's ass if she doesn't want to go because she's got another dude with her. Well, no, you know, I think he's going to take me home. Oh, no, the hell? He's not going to take you home. And no, you're not following us because you not. uh-uh, you never know where we live. You can exchange phone numbers, but that's as far as it goes. That's what a responsible friend does. You come as a group, you leave as a group. I never forget one club we went to. A group of women came in and they were all scattered Dancing with different men, purses unattended on, the, on their table and everything. And so I told the bartender, I said, every once in a while, I could you take a peek up to make sure that nobody's messing with their purses and stuff? He said, Yeah, he said, nice, kind of slow at the bar. I'll, I'll make, a, make it a point. Now, these ladies were out there dancing, they come back. One of the ladies still out on the dance floor with this guy. These women picked up all of their shit and moved to another table and left this woman's stuff there. And I went on the dance floor and I said, you know what? I talked to the lady. I said, you might want to go and move your purse because your friends moved. Your purse is the only one sitting there. Oh, thank you. She broke from the dance with the dude, went over there, got her purse. Carried it on her with her on the dance floor. Kept dancing with the guy. Later on that night, I'm at the bar drinking. She said, I just want to thank you for doing that because I thought they were my friends. I've been knowing them for about a year now, and I guess I'm not in their circle. I got to find a ride home. South, where do you live? I live in Diamond Bar. We were in Santa Monica. I said, well, I know damn well you're not gonna find a ride out here to the Diamond Bar tonight. I said, promise I won't touch you. I'll take you to Diamond Bar. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I took this lady to the Diamond Bar. She was about 25 or 26. At the time, I was like 33, 34. I got her to the house. She was so excited, she still lived with her parents. She woke up her mom, her dad, the dog, her brother, her sister, introduced me to everybody in the family. I felt so embarrassed because these people were still in their pajamas. The mother wanted to make coffee, which she did. Daddy wanted to talk because he hadn't had no one to talk to. And it was really nice. And I'm still friends with that family to this day. So Mr. and Mrs. Turner, hello. You're always invited to the show. Very nice people. They had a very nice daughter. Very sweet, fun, but the problem was, and I talked to her about this as we were driving back to Diamond Bar. I said, you know, those are not your friends. She says, I realize that now. And she said, they live out here where I live. I was like, you should never trust them again. She said, oh no, I won't. And she didn't. So you have to be very careful because you never know how far or how much that person is your friend. I just don't know. I remember a lady I broke up with, hell, the, the following week. I'm ready to catch a flight. I was going to Hawaii. <laughs> Guess who I see getting on the flight? My ex with her new man, who was a friend of mine. I didn't get upset, he's a the man. man, I need to talk. No, you don't need to talk to me. I said, we're broken up, so have at it. I just wanted. I, I, I. That's when they had that discount flight to Hawaii. I think it was for $99 one way. Mm-hmm. I had no issues. And she called me about the get back. It was totally unintentional and so coincidental that we were on the same plane. It was a coincidence, but you know what? It didn't register to me in one way or the other. I went there and had some fun. I'm not gonna worry about that. And I think that sometimes what happens Because you get into that awkward situation, and some of you have written in about this, where you don't know how to address a situation when you're attracted to someone's ex, one of your friend's exes, and you ask the question, should I ask permission or should I ask for forgiveness? Neither one. If you guys are broken up, go ahead. Now, a lot of women don't like for women to do that behind them. As men, we don't care when we're done with a woman we're done if you want to fuck, be with our ex have sex with her have a relationship with her marry her whatever go for it we are done but many times women don't like that shit when other women start dating their exes because they think it's creepy and many of them are afraid that that ex that she dumped is going to expose some things about her And it can happen. I was dating one lady for a very short period. I think we only dated for two weeks. Within that short time frame, and ladies, this is where you fuck up sometimes. You know when you start introducing your man to all of these fr- female friends of yours to show off? She did exactly that with me. What did one of her girlfriends do? Open up her phone and show me a video from a bachelorette party they all attended. Guess who was acting the biggest fool there? The woman I was with. Oh, they were doing some raunchy shit. Digging down in the stripper's drawers, pulling out his dick, slapping her faces with it. Once that's all that, I would say, well, well, I shouldn't be showing you this, but just letting like, you know what you're getting into. I said to myself, I do now. Your ass and her? Uh-uh, because both of you are just as bad. Not that I was being a moralist or anything. But she was in the video too, doing shit. We'll talk more in just a moment. Now, fellas, one thing you want to do. You want to keep... In touch with your lady to see if she has any beef with her girlfriends. Here's why. One thing that some women like to do is to lie to the woman you're dating and say, oh, I slept with him already. Yeah, we, we, did, our, we did our business. And for some reason, women are inclined to believe other women over men. You could go and tell her the truth and deny it all you want to? I think you slept with her. She described everything. No? I didn't sleep with her. I think you did. Well, I'm an error on the side of caution and we, we're just not gonna go, we're not gonna do anything else. That's right. I ran into a lot of that because these women were alone so long that And they were so accustomed to going out as a group That they were bonded They were together Whether they had Differences, beefs All that shit didn't matter They were hoes before bros Just like you have bros before hoes That's the way they were And then you see the typical argument Of a group of women going out They'd always have one broke one. And then they always have the other women that are complaining about always having to pay for her. She never has any money. I shouldn't be there. And fellas, that's when you have to look out because, you know, she's looking around and she's going, you want to dance? You got to dance. I can't stand those hoes. They this and they that. And of course, by doing that, she's trying to make sure that she has a way that she can get home and can have drinks for the rest of the night on you. Now, please be careful because they will also shit test you fellas. There's some women that will set their girlfriends up just to test you to see how loyal you are. Now, I had something fucked up that happened to me one time. I'll never forget it. This girl's mom called me up and started asking all kinds of personal questions. I didn't want to be disrespectful, but I did want to know how she got get my number. And stolen it from my daughter. So, why are you with my daughter? Well, she's a nice young lady. You know damn well you need to be with an older woman. And she started going into details of, have you fucked my daughter yet? Asking me all kind of questions like that. And what it came down to, Mama wanted some dick because she felt as though I was too old for her daughter. Her daughter was 29, I think it was 30, maybe 30, 30 or 31. We were close to the same age, but we had some serious problems though. She liked to party every night, every night. I never forget one night she called me up and she says, um, do you think you'd pick me up about three in the morning? Why? Well, me and my girls are going out for drinks tonight, but it's a weeknight. It's a, I think it was a Wednesday or Tuesday night. Yeah, we used to go out to have some drinks, have some fun. But this is what I noticed. She didn't want me want to invite me out there with her. I didn't ask. I was going to wait and see whether she would invite me. And she did. There was another thing a mom peed on. You know my daughter's not a mature woman like I am. Mm. Watch yourselves, folks. Fellas, watch yourselves. If mom's trying to make that move on you, pull back. Just pull back. Now, Other complications you may face with this whole friendship thing. Like I said, all this is a culmination over 30 plus years. Because when you're out there, you have a mix of things. You have good things that you may experience. I experience more good things than bad things. But I'm just pointing out some of the things that you guys may be mindful of. It happened to me. Lady told me she lived by herself in Culver City. <laughs> I'll never forget this yet. And so she invited me over to meet her roommates. And then she and I were gonna to go to the movies. Yeah, okay, we were going to see, were we want to see, oh, we were going to see, um, Independence Day for Will Smith. Well, naive me thinking it was just, I was going to pick her up and that's it. I had to take her and her two roommates. Now, we're in the movie theater. My girl is next to me. To her right is the other roommate. The other roommate is to my left. Watching the and all of a sudden, I see this leg just go over my thigh. And he said, what's wrong? I said, well, you know, you can recline your seat back. No, I'm fine. And I looked at my girl. My girl looked at me. So, don't worry about it. So now... I'm thinking, okay, well, let just go and watch it looking uncomfortable. This motherfucker went and put her other leg up there and then crossed her ankles on my knee. That other, you know, you heavy. Well, she was, her legs were, were heavy. And she said, all right, then. She turns around in the chair with her back to me, leaning her head against my shoulder. And my girl said, well, you know, she's kind of affectionate because of the fact that she never been close, blah, 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 blah. And I knew her ever since she was in the church, giving me the whole backstory as if I really gave a shit. And I'm like, okay, so we're trying to watch the movie. So the other one wants to go to the concession stand. I volunteered to pay for everything if you need any help. I was gonna help her out. My girl was like, no, I'll go help her. You just sit here, tell me what happened. We'll be right back which I didn't understand why in the hell we passed concession and me. why didn't you stop then? When I asked you, and the lessons learned. The longer you stay out there on the dating scene, the more shit you wanna see and face and deal with. This is the reason why I tell you, don't do what I did. I made it out of a lifestyle because I really wasn't looking for a relationship. And I got hooked up in, the lifestyle. I love meeting people. I didn't have a problem with that. I don't have a complaint about it. But for those of you, because the majority of you that listen to the show are looking for a relationship. And I'm just telling you what not to get hooked on. Unless you're ready to deal with the consequences of the lifestyle. And there are a lot of consequences that you have to deal with. People with their situation, their baggage, you don't know what to deal with. My friend went out with a woman one night. <laughs> hey, Greg he said, man. He said, you had to come over to the comedy club over here in uh, Venice. I'm like, nah. I said, I'm gonna probably hit out the Zeldas in Palm Desert. And he's like, Why well, are you going all the way out there? I said, Well, you know, I just need a change of pace because I used to go to Palm Desert every once in a while, the Zeldas. So I'm going out there. And this was back when you had the Motorola 900 megahertz uh, flip phones, and it was expensive as fuck to call somebody because I had L.A. cellular. and that shit was expensive. Well, he calls me up. He ain't gonna bleed his shit. What happened, man? We show up in a comedy club, my girl see her ex, my ex, my girl and her ex's man got into, uh, ex's lady got into a fight in the club. We got kicked out. <laughs> I damn near have rolled off the road when he said that shit. That was back before the laws were even implemented because you could talk on the phone while you drove. That was well before hands-free. And I'm sitting there and I'm saying to myself, damn. Because he spent a lot of money on those tickets. He said, we didn't even get a chance to see the first set. She went over there and started arguing with him. Last thing I know, she in the woman fight. fighting. I was like, damn. you're dealing with. I've seen women who are best friends have a fight knock down drag out right in a club and ladies let me tell you something the reason why men are so slow to break you up when you're fighting one is because nobody wants to get charged with any kind of assault. Two is because we're hoping that to rip off each other's clothes so we can see. I'm just being honest with you three is because y'all fight, y'all motherfuckers don't care. <laughs> but we usually let security handle it. Now, of course, when guys fight, everybody clears out. They let security and the rest of them handle it. They gotta probably jump on one guy and hold him down so the other one can get out of there. But you deal with that. And then, depends on where you are. But the majority of women are very loyal to their friends. So, fellas, if you cheat or get caught cheating, more than likely that friend's gonna snitch. That friend's gonna tell. You can count on that. The one that won't tell, oh, she gonna hold that over your head like an anvil. Because that's leverage she can use for later. And don't let her want some dick. Oh, she extort you for dick. Another thing you may see out there that I witnessed. Thank goodness I didn't have to experience it. Two ladies came into the club one time. Dressed to the night, beautiful women, gorgeous. Came into the club, sat down, the guys were asking them to dance, they were turning down, no thanks, no thanks. This one asshole that had too many beers, you must be lesbians. Well, wrong answer. Some other guy that went to impress them, swung on this guy. So now they're down fighting. These women, clear as day, were married. Wedding ring just glistening. Well, to their husbands. They just wanted to go out and have a drink and just do a little music. That was it. They didn't want to be bothered. and this asshole went on the extreme. And you'll find friends, female friends like that, where they stick together, but it's not a thing where they get in each other's way. They respect each other's relationship, and when they do wanna be out and have a good time, they don't wanna be bothered. Now, women freak out sometimes when men are like that. There have been many times I was like that. Shit, when Monica went back to Italy the first time, I was all fucked up. She's like, honey, I'll be back in a few weeks. Wouldn't eat. Got at the bar. Ordered a beer. Wouldn't even drink to be just look, look in the mirror and shit. All fucked up. Inside. Because I was so used to being with her. And then when she came back, damn, I had to make sure I didn't become a father. And she's like, You ought to just marry me and let's go to Italy. And I'm like, That sounds good, but I got obligations here. I got to take care of my mother. I'll take care of it, i about it. Oh, no, I can't do that. She missed the family. But it was cool. The time that we were together, we enjoyed it. Those seven years off and on, off and on, they were cool. They were really cool. And you know, the crazy thing about it, throughout that experience with her, I actually learned how I was supposed to be loved and how I should love myself. Something I didn't know. And she would tell me, I I know we go on hiatus and I have to go back home. And you're probably dating other women. I should. I already know this. No diseases, no babies, and no marriages or engagement. We're fine. That was the premise of the relationship. When she started uh, going back, having to go back home. I was with her as I was before. Cause before I was a damn heathen. (laughs) And then after we broke up years later, That was heathen part two. (laughs) Well, at least I'm honest with it. One thing that any woman I get with can always look at. Listen to the podcast, they know, they know the whole story. So I don't have to go and try to conceal or camouflage a lie. It's all out there. It's all out there. friend of mine hit me up and said, man, y'all let me on the show with you. I said, I would, but you might self-incriminate. <laughs> Maybe, but I said, no, your wife will beat your ass. Let's be honest. She grabbed you by the ankles and beat you against the ground. And he knows it's true. I ain't gonna lie. I was kind of afraid of his wife when he got married. Who ate all the damn cheesecake? Hmm. She's asking every reception. I went to the man's room with my piece of cheesecake. That vanilla cream cheesecake was going we fucked that cake up. After she found out that I was one of the culprits. Well, you should have told me. I would have made another one. This woman made her own wedding cake. And that thing was delicious. Mm. She's the one that I always tease about playing in the NFL as a running back. I think she'd be a damn good running back because she got the body for it. But she fine though. (laughs) I had to say that to clean it up because she and I, we go at it every time. You a skinny little man, I'll just take you and tie you up like a pretzel and throw you in a trash can. It's like, damn. But we always had that little adversarial thing. Got my husband going out to these places, seeing all these women just shake their bodies and i oh, look, some of this shit he talking about with you, I'm saying to myself, you can't tell. <laughs> but of course I never said that to her. She's really a nice lady. So Bernice, if you listen, peace off. <laughs> Next time I see you, probably, who knows, beat me in a game of bowling or something like you usually do. But see, there's another thing, too, with this, with these friends. You will have some friends, ladies, that are a little bit too inquisitive. And you know you've run across these. They've done more due diligence on your man than you have, as if they're dating. And they put those safeguards up for you. And sometimes they'll transfer their insecurities with men onto you. Since they got hurt and cheated on, they're gonna make sure that they'll be your bodyguard so that you won't get hurt and cheated on. And they go this, that, and the third to help protect you. And I know you appreciate it. Sometimes you don't know how to tell them in a gentle way, but when you do tell them to back off, they take it personally and they feel as though you have stabbed them in the heart. and you didn't. You just needed some space. You needed some time. But you have some people that actually center their lives around you. And therefore, if you get a relationship going, they look at it, oh no, you're taking time away from me with her. She's my friend. We would go to spring break together. We go on vacations and trips together. And you're fucking it up because now I don't have somebody that I can travel with and have fun with. Some think that way. They're not going to bitch and complain to her about that. Fellas, do they complain, they'll complain to you. And depending on how bad they want their friendship, or they gonna eat some pussy to leave her alone. And that happened a couple of times because that their friendship is more valuable as they see it than anything else. And they're not doing anything to each other. In both cases that I experienced, no, it wasn't like that. They became so possessive because they were living vicariously through that friend of theirs, the woman I was dating. They had no identity outside of that person. That person built up their self-esteem. That's all they knew. They were protecting her just like a child would protect their mother. You have some people that are just that way. But this is just to give you an insight on the thinking that some men have to go through when it comes down to being approached by your female friends, ladies, in different ways, different predicaments. And these just come from the experiences I had some of my friends had. Everybody has different experiences. The majority of women that I've met in my life, they had girlfriends, the girlfriends were respectful and they were great people to be around. Megan, Jillian's girlfriend, all the exes that you hear on the show They've all had wonderful friends, still have wonderful friends to this day. Except there's one friend of an ex that's been on the show. She's a sweetheart, but she knows damn well she got to quit making those damn pies. Damn blood pressure go up, sugar goes up and everything else. She has this blueberry cherry and raspberry pie that she makes. And it's thick, and it's good, and it's addictive. And she always makes me one. I appreciate her though. We've been friends for years. Take care of good people. We'll talk to you tomorrow. We at Romantic Truth appreciate your listenership. Listeners, you're invited to stream and listen to Jawson's music on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, Audio Mac, or Deezer. Type in J-A-U-S-A-N in the search for artists to follow and like modern instrumental music from his discography. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those solely of the host and are not condoned or endorsed by Romantic Truth, Anchor or any of its affiliates. The advice given herein is the expressed opinion of the host and not to be used for legal, marital, or family, counseling, or for professional practice purposes, in the event for professional assistance. Please contact the local licensed professional family counselor, marriage counselor or social services professional in your region. If you need someone to talk to in regards to help, you may contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255, available 24 hours. All correspondences read on the show have been pre-screened and pre-approved by the submitter to be aired on the show. Be advised that all of the background music of production not provided by Anchor is owned by James Adams and Jaws and One Music exclusively licensed for this Romantic Truth Podcast under waiver. Please understand that there were no people or animals hurt in the segments of this show including plants. All sound effects were improvised in the studio setting with props. We are an equal opportunity employer with two Yorkie poodles and a rat terrier as the security detail.